Welcome to the first episode of the Sunday Sauce of 2023. The first episode in a long time because I just wanted to announce to my listeners myself that I'm running for city council in Brooklyn, District 47, the former District 43 against Justin Brennan, who is a waste. Now I have a guy who's been on this show who is extremely smart. He's actually the most interesting man in the world. Ran for Senate last time we talked. He got gerrymandered out. If you don't know what gerrymandered means, he got drawn out of your own district by liberals. Kareem Elsamak. It's very good to be back. How are you? I'm, dude, look at you. Congratulations. The last time we spoke, uh, we were saying, when are you going to run? And here you are. So <laughs> you, congratulations. You, it was foreshadowing. And at that time, yeah. I didn't even think about running. Was it a prediction? Did I make a prediction? Seeing a young man like you, because you're younger than me. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm 33, you're what, 26? Yeah. 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 Seeing a young man like you have success, right. you know, running for Senate, you, you inspired me. Thank you. I'm happy to do it. And yeah. I hope I inspired many other people because that's ultimately the goal. We've got a new generation of leadership and... After uh, seeing what happened yesterday with the Speaker of the House vote, I think mm -hmm. people are starting to realize that the new generation is not only wake up, but waking up, but they're taking the action necessary in order to help our country move forward and in order to help us lead. Can I say something, though? Sure. Matt Gates. <laughs> number one, he's one of the ugliest human beings oh, I've ever seen. Listen, oh, I know that's stop. your boy. Oh, I know that's your boy. Yeah. But he's one of the ugliest human oh, beings no. I've ever seen. And he's I didn't the, hear that. He's the kind of guy that, that. You, he wants you to punch him so he can sue you. Like, he'll call no, his daddy no, in no. high school. No, no, Come on. No? No, no, no. All listen, right. listen, okay, I got to say, right. say something. Look, say something. Uh, I think Matt has proven yesterday to his own party, to our party, and to the American people that he's got a very large pair of brass something false uh yes and, i can say and that. i think i think he did a uh, he did a he proved the point you know this isn't necessarily you know the the media was selling this uh this idea that the republican party is uh, dysfunctional which was totally inaccurate you know i put out a, a reel on instagram instagram by the way is at kareem k-a-r-i-m as in i Mike. saw it with your donald trump hands oh stop it <laughs> I think it's a Brooklyn thing. Wait, you know how many people, you know how many people message me? They're like, what's up with your boy Kareem and his uh, Donald it's, Trump yeah, motions? It's Brooklyn. I think it's a Brooklyn thing. <laughs> but it's uh, at Kareem, K-A-R-I-M, the number four and wine. You could watch the reel. And I made a prediction prior to the uh, final election of the speaker. And I said, listen, at the end of the day, all politics is is uh, deal making. It's just business. And people are going to have concessions. People are going to have demands. And we have to come together in order to make a deal. And I would rather be part of a party that's critical of itself, that's capable of saying, hey, we don't agree with this. We need to fix this now so we can move forward than a party full of cyborgs that just votes the way the establishment tells them to vote. So I'm not going to say I agreed with every single demand that they made. But if you look at the outcome, the outcome was incredible. I mean, the American people for the longest time have been talking about a term limit vote, and they delivered on it. Now it's going to move forward. Hopefully they're going to have the vote, and hopefully the majority of the members are going to vote yay, and we'll have term limits for Congress. It's about time. That amongst many, many other things. So in my opinion, I think that was a, uh, a good play, and it shows that we can be firm and we can be critical of, uh, of ourselves and uh, move forward. I agree. I agree. Um, you know, it's the, the House vote was... Very difficult to watch. 14 votes, right? 14 rounds it went? 15. 15? 15. Jesus. 15 I think that's the, the first one. time in history. And uh, wh why is McCarthy not liked? 
<laughs> I know the Ukraine stuff. I know um, the Ukraine stuff, look, but why? Why is it? Look, why else? Why I, else? I, 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 I really don't want to comment on that because it's very no. controversial. Everyone's got an opinion. Some people, I'll tell you what, what people say. Yeah, what people say? Uh, not your people, personal opinion. People, people think he's a rhino. Mm-hmm. Some people think he's a rhino. Some mm-hmm. people think he works too closely with the Democrats and he makes back end deals with the Democrats and yada yada yada. Mm. Everyone's got an opinion. Mm. At the end of the day, he got the votes. He's the new Speaker of the House. He is representing the Republican Party. And uh, we need to just accept that and move forward. Now, hopefully this was a wake-up call to the older generation mm-hmm. of, uh, of members, of congressional members, and to the establishment that we are no longer going to stay silent. Mm-hmm. We want to win, yes, but not. we, we also got to have a spine. Mm-hmm. We can't lose our spine. We've got to stay firm. We've got to be critical, and we've got to move forward, and we actually have to succeed. Mm-hmm. We have to show the—and people, you know, during this whole delay, every, everybody was freaking out. The media was freaking out, and then uh, everybody was happy to see the results of the deal. So, and that's what I predicted in my reel. I got attacked for it. Everybody was like, oh my goodness, you know, you're, you're blah, 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 blah. This is such a waste. They need to get back to work. That was working. They were working. I would much rather them do this at the beginning than do this at the end when we have to finish strong. So this, this was perfect. I mean, I, what other, what, what more could you ask for, right? That's true. That's true. Um, you know, it was, I'm glad everything got worked out, but uh, let's, let's backtrack a little bit, right? So, you leave the Senate because of the gerrymandering. Yeah, I know that was a hard decision for you. Tough. You 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 were thinking tough. about it. I didn't it. even leave. It was uh, I got drawn out right. of my district. Right, you got drawn out. Not only the district that I grew up in, but the district that I've been campaigning in for numerous months, mm-hmm. where we had all this support, and then I get drawn into a Biden twenty six district. That uh, it was it was uh, really unfortunate. It was heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did really really well. The polls were looking really really good. The support was there. Everything was there. We really thought we had this. And um, but look, you have to make tough decisions. You can't be emotional. No. And I think that's what caught a lot of people by surprise that, you know, I wasn't emotional. I made the logical decision. We worked together. It was just business. Right, and and right. we're moving on. And there's going to be greater things. Yeah, of course. I mean, I'm sure there's you're like I said, you're a smart guy. You, you know, the right people. I'm sure there's there might be a congressional run in your in your future. Uh, maybe. Possibly. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I don't but know. Um, so let's let's talk about let's talk about what happened in New York. Right. Yeah, we thought Lee Zeldin. First of all, we thought the whole country was going to see a red wave. Yeah, that did not happen. Right, it was like a splash. Right, what happened there? Well, I'll tell you what. Yeah, uh, you tell me. I agree with you, but yeah. uh, there was certainly a there red was a wave. wave in New York. There was a wave right. in New York. But I'm talking I mean, about the whole country. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. look, the the exit polls. You know, one of the top two items was Roe v. Wade. Mm-hmm. I think that had a huge impact on uh, a lot of uh, voters. Yes, of course. And it came what three months prior to the election. I mean, the timing I mean, of it, it could was have been very worse. close. Yeah, it was very. So close. it was a very controversial subject matter, and there are a lot of uh, one subject uh, voters, unfortunately, one issue voters, I should say. And uh, Roe v. Wade gets people very, very passionate, and that's understandable. And hopefully we can work through it with this new Congress, mm-hmm, and uh, mm-hmm. we can meet somewhere in the middle. It's all about practical compromise. Um, so Roe v. Wade was a big one, and then a lot of people were blaming uh, President Trump. Um, so, look, it depends on who you ask, right? Everyone's going to have an opinion. You're gonna, you ask 100 people, you're going to get 100 different opinions. Right. Um, we learned a lot. I think New York led by example. Mm-hmm. New York showed that it is possible for Republicans to flip seats. Not yeah. only did we flip four congressional seats on Long Island, not only did we win numerous congressional seats throughout the state, not only did we flip three assembly seats in southern Brooklyn. Almost three. I mean, almost two. <laughs> Until they try to get less They tried, but, yeah, well, but we got them. We won. We won. No, we're we won. good. Yeah, we're so good. So we did. Yeah, we, yeah. Flipped, we flipped three, which is incredible. Um, the Lester Chang seat against Peter Abate, the disastrous nightmare Peter 26 Abate, years. Over 36, I believe. Oh. So um, 
we flipped the seats. We showed people that it is possible to uh, win as Republicans. And in, in New York, the Republicans showed that we can come together. We can find a practical solution. And uh, the uh, people of New York showed uh, the country that Democrats can vote for Republicans as well. Yeah, I now, mean— I think Lee Zeldin had a lot to do with it, but, well, you know— yeah, I mean, you know, just, I mean, in New York City alone, you just look around, the crime and the homelessness is out of control. So that alone should just wake people up. But even that, Lee Zeldin couldn't win Manhattan, which is crazy he, to me. He got, so I think he needed 29%, and I think he got 30 So he actually did better um, right. than uh, Pataki. No, yeah. So he, 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 of course. But he needed all the boroughs. He needed all, but, right, but as far right. as New York City's concerned, he got the numbers he needed, which was incredible. Mm. I mean, Lee Zeldin did stuff that no one thought they could ever do. And, uh, you know, there were rumors that he was going to run for RNC chair. And I got super excited. I said, this is exactly the kind of visionary out. that we need. And who knows what happened? Maybe there's something bigger coming. I was going to say, what, what, what possibly can Lee Zeldin, is he going to go over, try to run for Congress I again? I don't know. I have no clue. I have no clue. I don't think who so. Who took his congressional seat? The Nick Lalota, New York. Nick Lalota, that's yeah. right. That's right. That's and I right. know Nick. Nick. Nick's. Uh, I met Nick once. Nice guy. Yeah, nice yeah, guy. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, it's so crazy. Even in my city council race uh, in Brooklyn, Brooklyn politics is very ugly. Yeah, I'm getting oh. harassed. Right. By by Justin Brennan, he goes after my job. He goes after my family. He got me permanently banned from Twitter. Mm -hmm. You know, he has the social media on lock. Right. Yeah. It's. Look, at the end of the day, you, you, you're always walking on eggshells in politics, especially when you're in the minority in a state like New York, a deep blue state. It's no longer deep blue after no. this election, after no, the no. midterm, but it's it's a tough thing. And, and I think um, I, I've learned slowly but surely how to navigate that. And I, I think I've done a decent job at showing people that it is possible uh, to to at least stay neutral uh, in the eyes of voters and in the eyes of a lot of these uh, uh, elected officials. I think people need to understand the whole Roe versus Wade thing, just New York speaking. That's yeah. never going to change. Abortion is always going to be legal in New right. York State. No one's ever changing that. So even and, if, and Lee Lee said that. That's what I'm saying. Which was, which was exactly. great. Because, look, at the end of the day, look, we live in a deep blue state, right? And mm -hmm. people elect elected officials so that they could represent them. Mm -hmm. not, the, not so that the elected official could go in and do what they want. Right. It's so that they could represent the masses. And right. the masses in New York have made it very, very clear that they're for it. I could have my opinions on abortion. And I do have my, my own personal opinions based off of my culture, religion, and mm -hmm. the way I was brought up. Mm -hmm. But I'm not going to share it because my opinions are irrelevant. Exactly. It's what the constituents want. They mm -hmm. vote me in mm -hmm. so I could represent them, not so I could represent me. Right. No, you're totally correct. Like even in city council, I don't even touch on social issues because it's just, it's just not it's not relevant to city council. There's nothing we can do about it. It's just all about, you know, getting garbage picked up, yeah. lowering crime a little bit, you know, right. things like that. It's 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 a tough thing, but you know we need people like you and I. We need everybody, Democrats, Republicans. People need to step in and step up. I think in the age of social media, a lot of people are kind of afraid to get into politics because mm. they're afraid of being canceled. Mm -hmm. So we got to first off cancel cancel culture. This crap's got to stop. So stupid. This crap's got to stop. I, I mean, it, it's I shouldn't be worrying about unless I'm like committing a crime or unless I'm an evil human being that wants to harm people. I shouldn't have to worry about what I say if it's not hateful. Controversial is one thing, but it's, I'm not saying anything hateful that's going to harm people. Mm -hmm. What's the problem? Speaking of getting canceled, what about Mr. Santos? 
<laughs> oh boy. Yeah. You know, I know George. Um, listen, what happened was a shock to all of us. Mm-hmm. You know, I was actually with George and uh, Matt Gates and other uh, new members down in Florida. I think a day or two before the story broke. Mm. So did he know it was coming? I don't. I didn't get the impression that really? he did. Hmm. Um, look, the, we wait, were, Do you know they're still going after him? I, I saw. Listen, today his uh, sister can't pay rent. Today, like they're going after today, the whole family. Today they posted. The New York Post put out an article uh, showing him making a quote unquote a white supremacy <laughs> sign. Um, mm-hmm. on the House floor. Mm-hmm. What really happened, this just shows you how dishonest the media is, what really happened is he had his arms crossed, and when they called his name to vote, he uncrossed his arm, put one one hand up, and the other hand happened to be horizontal across his chest, and I guess it looked like that. He's not a white supremacist. Listen, I know he's not the most popular human being on the planet right now, but at least report accurately. At least be honest. You're over here accusing someone of being a liar, but you're going to go out and you're going to lie yourself. The media is so so ridiculous. And I'm a victim of the media lying regarding myself. I'm sure you are. We all are. All it's, right. it's ridiculous. I'm just going to go on a limb here. I don't think a white supremacist organization will welcome a openly gay man. I don't think that flies uh, listen, in that organization. It, if there's one thing I do know about George Santos, there's a lot of things that are up in the air right now. But if there's one thing I tell you, he's not a white supremacist. This has got to stop. This yeah, crap yeah. has got to stop. The media has got to be more honest. They should have... We talk about a, a, a spine and mm. a bag. These people have no spines, the well, media. When you have the president of the United States talking about MAGA people and they're all white supremacists uh, and this and that, I mean, what, what do you expect from everyone else to believe? Oh, if you like Donald Trump, you must Look, be uh, in the KKK. The last couple of days you had member Democratic members of Congress getting up and praising Hakeem Jeffries, saying he's the best thing since sliced bread. He is the most honorable <laughs> member of Congress. He is the best. Isn't he's, he an election he's, denier? He's the most patient. He's he's so patient. He's this. He's that. Blah, blah, blah. They, they talked him up so greatly. And then yesterday he gets up prior to Kevin McCarthy giving a speech. And we thought, listen, it's like the, the Democrats, though, we start on the right track. He started on the right track. And then he took it 30 steps forward. He fell off the cliff and went down in flames because all he did was attack the Republicans, and so viciously and so wrongly, you're supposed to be a unifier. You're supposed to be spreading a message of unity, but instead he's, he was spreading a message of division and hate. Shame on Hakeem Jeffries. I mean, that was terrible. It was so cringe to watch, and I think that was the general consensus. It just shows you uh, how the Democrats will literally say anything, literally but- say he had the chance to make himself look good and to shine. He really did, and I was hoping he would say decent things and spread the message of unity, but he didn't. But I, I thought he's also an election denier, right? I, I don't know about that. I, I thought I saw his his tweets like he was denying the whole 2016 election. I'm not sure. And that, oh, I, I personally, I, I just don't know. Could oh. be. I just yeah, I, I'm pretty sure like it. he's a big election denier right. too. So he's a hypocrite. Terrible, terrible, yeah, terrible person. Yeah. What you um, but thank God, let's celebrate. Nancy Pelosi's gone. Yeah, Nancy's fired. But she's but got plenty of money. <laughs> it's about time. I think yeah. this is this is it, right? This is it for Nancy. Uh, it's about time, and hopefully Chuck's right behind her. I don't think so. <laughs> Listen, I got to give credit to my boy Joe Pinion. Yeah, they called yeah. the race way too early for Schumer. Right. Pinion got a lot of votes. Right. So it shows that people are sick of Chuck Schumer, but so, not not enough. Listen, we're outnumbered three to one Democrat, registered Democrats right. to Republicans, right. right? at least in New York City. The fact that Lee Zeldin got as close as he did should be a wake-up call to the Democrats. Mm-hmm. The Democrats need to realize that they're doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. They're doing something wrong. I mean, I know what they're doing wrong. They're releasing criminals. They think crime doesn't exist. I mean, what else can I get? The list goes on and on. Uh, they're bringing, sick of it. They're bringing migrants 
Well, look, you you know, everyone talks about all this stuff. And uh, now there was a uh, member of Congress, a Democratic member of Congress, I actually just tweeted about it this morning. And she's telling Fox News, she says, why does Joe Biden have to go to the southern border? Uh, why does he have to do it? We're talking about uh, uh, Debbie Dingell. Uh, Representative <laughs> Debbie, what a name! And they're saying, why? Why does Joe Biden have to go to the southern? We know there's a problem, a crisis at the southern border. We don't have to go to the southern border to recognize that. So you know there's a problem at the southern. I thought everything was fine. No, I thought it was all fine. Now you recognize. Now that it's getting so out of control. Now that New York City spent two billion dollars on the migrants, they don't know where to put them. They're spending hotels. The mayor for a while wanted to put them on cruise ships. <laughs> they don't know what to do with them. These are human beings that we're playing chess with. They're over here saying the Republicans are evil because they don't want to uh, take these people in, and then we take them in, and we don't know what to do with them. We can't even feed our own veterans, let alone migrants. I will, it's terrible. These I are will humans. commend Joe Biden on one thing he did the other day. Okay. Eric Adams was begging for a billion dollars, right. but guess what he said? Right. You're a sanctuary city. You right. wanted this. I, I get Go it. fuck yourself. I get it. So, That's what he so, said. So <laughs> California is yeah. warning, warning yeah. Joe Biden the same thing. Oh. And I think these sanctuary cities are now realizing maybe we bit, bit off a little more than we could chew. Ah. That's okay. I mean, listen, what, what, what people say is, is like, you know, you got put your money where your mouth is, is what I'm saying. Like, you want right. to be a sanctuary city. So take all these migrants in. Don't ask the government for money because you you, you wanted this. Right. L.A. Right. is the same, too. I just came from L.A. in September. It was Terrible. insane. Yeah. Yeah. Look at San yeah. Fra- Look at Nancy's own San oh, Francisco. God. That is now as a, as a pilot, I kind of I've been to all 50 states. I've been to a lot of countries. Mm-hmm. I've been to San Francisco. Mm. It ain't pretty. I've never been there, but I see videos on Instagram and it, it looks like pretty. a shithole. It ain't pretty. It doesn't look like full house. No. <laughs> But, you know, I'm seeing – I've lived in New York my whole life, right? Right. New York is uh, – and I, I've lived in other places, too, as a right. pilot naturally. But, you know, New York is, is like, where I, where I was raised. Mm-hmm. Um, your New York is on track to the same – to be oh, San to Francisco. Oh, to be San Francisco. Yeah, yeah I see it. I mean, garbage. listen, Kathy Hochul, she's she's invisible. She's so disconnected. She just vetoed, like, 50 so bills. Like, she, she does – so are our local politicians. Not only the guy I'm running against, but, like – even the, the 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 council people in all over the city in Manhattan and this and that I mean it's 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 insane even some Republicans are disconnected yeah you go on Fox News once you think you're a superstar right you know what I'm saying right yeah I mean come on bro but uh Kareem I mean what what do you what do you think about the 2024 presidential election? <laughs> are you are you you're going for Trump? I know you're a big Trump guy. You're asking tough questions. Who, who, I wouldn't I wouldn't would say like? I'm a Trump guy. I would say I'm a uh, I'm a pro America guy. Um, who isn't? Look, it can, the the truth of the matter is it is way too soon, right, to tell. Well, I mean it's it's 2023. Right. We got we got to start but, talking but about it. But unless we know right now, the only person running on the Republican ticket or claiming to be a Republican Don, is, is Donald Trump. Right, is right. President Trump. Right. That's all we know. Mm-hmm. We don't know if DeSantis is running. I think there's a really good shot that he will, mm. but we don't know. He hasn't announced. It's too soon. Um, and who, Ron and Trump are both going to have to come out and really tone it down. And I think Ron DeSantis has. I mean, DeSantis was very, very tough on COVID mandates and school choice, which yes. I think most people understand. Yeah, uh, Caused a little controversy, but he's really, really, really toned it down, and he's been uh, focusing more on leadership and, and a, a, a unifying message, which is terrific. Mm-hmm. And uh, President Trump's been a little quiet, but I think President Trump really, really shined yesterday by helping uh, secure the speakership for McCarthy. So we have to see. There's a lot that can happen between now and then. And uh, the official answer 
is I don't know yet. I think we have to see what uh, what uh, these candidates have to offer and if they really tone down the uh, decorum. One thing I'll give to we Ron need more decorum, Ron, I should say. We need more decorum, yes. One thing I will give to Ron DeSantis is a couple weeks ago when Trump was attacking him like a dog, he ignored him. That was good. That was very good yeah, of him. That was good. And, you know. He kind of made Trump look a little dumb. A little bit. Look, and, and President yeah. Trump, I think, recognizes that we've got to tone it down a little bit. Because yeah. people are just, in 2016 it was funny, but people are just sick of it. I think people right. are just really sick of the media circus. Mm -hmm. And I think this is why a lot of people are turning their back on Trump. It wasn't so much Trump's policies. A lot of people kind of like those. I think they just don't like the circus that comes with Trump. Right. I he's a, he's a character. He's like, I mean, after all, he's a he's a TV entertainer. Uh, look, <laughs> he I I've got I'm a lot to say that I'm very happy about as far as the Trump presidency. Mm -hmm. uh, I was very happy about the Abraham Accords. Mm -hmm. I think that was historic. I was very happy about him neutralizing North Korea. Mm -hmm. uh, I was very happy about him kind of staying neutral with China and Russia and being firm on him. I was very happy with him being firm on NATO, uh, the NAFTA deal. I was happy with a lot of that. Um, was the presidency perfect? No, it wasn't. It came with a lot of issues, and hopefully we learn, and hopefully next time around, if there is a next time, it'll be better. But do you think the American people, I'm not talking about like the MAGA base, the other Republicans, do you think they could forgive him for what happened during his presidency? With like, all, Not like his policies, just like, just like you said, the circus that comes with it, like all the, all the attention he put in the Republican Party. The, like you the, saw the House Speaker thing. Right. Right. The, with the Matt Gates. The simple answer. Yeah. But, you know, if you look at it in hindsight, mm -hmm. that ended up being a good thing. It was. It was a good it thing. It was. But they, it, it just, he was holding out. It was dramatic. Out. It was traumatic. Yeah. But we didn't need it. You, it depends on who you ask. I think I we did. I All think right. we, we did because the, it showed the establishment that we can be firm, mm -hmm. that we are going to be critical, and we're not going to accept dilly-dallying mm -hmm. the uh, uh, congressional term limits people have been asking for that for a very long time and so many politicians and candidates have been promising it and no one's been delivering it true Matt Gates is now he secured him and and 19 others of course they secured uh, that vote this is good We've, we've got to be more firm on each other. Mm. The Democrats, they all just vote the way the speaker tells them to. You ever <laughs> notice that? Yeah. I mean, they were voting for Hakeem Jeffries the other day, showing unity and saying, oh, look at us being organized, as if it made a difference. Hakeem Jeffries was never going to be the speaker no. uh, in, a, in a Republican majority. And they knew that. They accepted it was going to be a Republican speaker. Okay? But so it was in their best interest to keep voting for Hakeem to show that they're unified and they're organized. That's all nonsense. What do you think AOC and Matt Gates were talking about? <laughs> Everybody well, I saw, know. I saw, I saw a, uh, a voiceover. A voiceover. Yeah, I about think they were talking about plants and rocks. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> That's what they were talking about. What do you, what do you, what do you think? I, Listen, I, I'll tell you what's refreshing. I, I don't know what they were talking about. I'll tell you what's refreshing. The fact that they can even communicate civilly. That's what I was going to say, because AOC is so far left, right. and Matt Gates is think, pretty far right. I think right. it's good that they have enough decorum and they have enough right. respect for the floor. I couldn't believe she was even speaking to him. Well, they have enough respect for the floor right. and for the building they're right. standing in, right. and they say, we're doing our jobs. No, this, I mean, We've I got mean, to well, communicate. Now, one of them's a little wacky, uh, but or a lot wacky, but right. at least they communicate. Yeah, um, I don't think AOC's did any kind of job since she's been in Congress. But that's a story for another day, <laughs> you know? Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's been a pretty crazy year well, since here, I told you. Quick thing about AOC. She came in initially, and she was like a firecracker. She was going after her own establishment. And then mm -hmm. Nancy Pelosi The put, squad. Right, right. Nancy put them in their place very quickly. And now the squad. There's no squad. They, there's no squad. They there's got no squad. in line, yep. and now they're 
with the establishment. Right. It just shows you this is why we need well, people I like think, Matt. I think AOC is eyeing bigger things. That's why That's she fine. tore it down. Well, look, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, the point is she got in line and she was over here making all these promises and now she's being a puppet. That's fine. Yeah. We got people like Matt Gates that put everything on the line the other day to show the American people that he's going to deliver on his promises. I respect that. Whether he's right or wrong, whether the items that he was trying to You're negotiate You're saying you respect his spine. I respect the fact right. that he has a spine, right. and I respect the fact that he's not afraid to look terrible in front of the whole country momentarily mm. in order to do the right thing. Mm. Fight for the American people. And that's exactly what he P- did. People are ready to fight him. <laughs> It was heated. I mean, I, I the C-SPAN ratings went through the roof. Right? CNN also. Right, right. Yeah. It was incredible. I mean, I was sitting there with uh, blue cheese olives and uh, popcorn yesterday <laughs> watching. It was terrific. Can you imagine? Let's let's talk about speaking speakers of the speakers in in the house that are this gone. This was better than Tiger King. Can you imagine? C- <laughs> CNN is so desperate. They hired Adam K- Kingsinger, oh or whatever you God. say. However you say, you know, the crier. It, bra- it breaks my heart. Guy's a loser. It breaks my heart because he's a pilot. Oh, I know. And 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 most of uh, my fellow uh, colleagues and pilots are very level headed and yeah. uh, common sense people. And it is what it is. I bet you he goes to the Democratic Party now. It is what it is. What do you Not think? Likely, but look at how many Democrats have flip flopped to our side. It goes both ways. Ari Kagan. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> <laughs> the guy who's primary me, oh, Ari no. Kagan. Oh, Listen, no. Mister Ari Kagan. All right, I have my opinions. I was on Sid I Rosenberg on Friday, and and I already uh, I listen. I roasted him enough. I, I'm gonna. We're gonna give Ari his chance to show that he's not a rhino. We're going to give Ari his fair shake. But look, last year when the city council lines were being proposed, the number one seat in jeopardy was his seat. Correct. And articles came out nearly a year ago predicting that. And nearly a year ago, I came out and I said, I bet you he switches to the Republican Party. This man has his voting record speaks for itself. Right. Okay, and, and to me, look, you can be upset about crime. You can be upset about a lot of things. You can be upset about the uh, sanctuary city. You can be upset about uh, 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 defunding the police and say, OK, I want to be a Republican. But there are just certain things that he voted on that, to me, would make it impossible for him to want to flip flop to the Republican Party. That's but we're going to give him his fair chance. He's going to come out and he's going to say whatever he needs to say. And uh, we'll see. At the end of the day, it's in the hands of the people. Indeed it is, but we will get the word out there that he has pictures with Chuck Schumer, Justin Brennan, and all kinds of stuff. He's got a lot out there. He already tried to get dirt on me. You believe that? Yeah. What a fucking guy. It's okay. But anyway, listen, that's that's, that's enough. I want to welcome everyone back to the Sunday Sauce. We're going to be back now. We're going to go. I got time to do this now. So, Kareem, (laughs) welcome back. Thank you. You're welcome on the show anytime. Thank you very much. Next week, I think uh, Marco Kepi's coming. Excellent. I uh, I like. He's Marco another a lot. controversial guy. Marco's controversial, but Marco cares. Marco's got he a does. heart, and he does. I, I, I want to see more more of these candidates that have hearts and have spines, more importantly, um, and can set their emotions aside mm-hmm. and lead logically. We need more of that. I like I said, I got attacked just the other day over the speaker thing over my reel on uh, Instagram. Mm-hmm. Five hours later, all my predictions came true. And I was just chuckling to myself, saying I predicted all that, and people were attacking me. Maybe you're an oracle. I think I'm just logical, that's all. I think so. Yeah. We'll end on that note, guys. Very good. Welcome back, and we'll see you next week. All right, thank you.